today, as we are within Shloisha Simei Hagbala, the three days countdown to receiving the Torah, it's amazing that we start the last chapter of Lukutei Amarim. Of course, everything, everything connects to the conclusion. So here in the final days, today, tomorrow, and Shabbos, we are going to complete the last chapter of Lukotei Amarim, the most foundational book of the five books of Tanya. Tanya has five books. And the first one, Lukotei Amarim, is the most foundational one, the core, probably what people think of when they say Tanya. And uh, we're concluding it now as a preparation to receive the Torah, which we shall receive. Simcha, Ubepnimius, with joy, inwardly, in an inward fashion. We should, of course, all make sure to be there on Sunday with everyone else we can bring along, our children, our friends, relatives, neighbors. Very, very, very special for every single person to be in synagogue when, once again, 3,328 years, God once again gives us his will, his wisdom, his word, his self, and from a deeper level than ever before. So we're going to learn some of that will, wisdom, and self right now. We begin chapter 53 by saying, okay, now let's apply everything we learned so far to planet Earth. Meaning, over chapter 51 and 52, we learned how did creation occur in all the spiritual worlds? We know that there was a tremendous constriction which ultimately expressed itself in God's creativity, God's creative abilities of Malchus, of the world of Atsilus, the creative element of the highest world. And in each successive world, that same Malchus energy just gets encased more and more and more, more and more layers on it, going with an interchange between the holy of holies of the world, which is the Chachma, the Tyra of the world, as we discussed at length yesterday, and them being garbed in the Malchus, in the creative force of that world, and then the energies of creation, the infinite energies of God that are embedded with the Malchus of Atzilus come forth. Which means that progressively, successively, on each world, the energies are getting more and more muted. There are more and more and more and more and more and more layers. Actually, the Rebbe's father comments, from a specification of the language of how the Altaveda wrote the Tanya in the last chapter, that really the entirety of Malchus Vatilas does go into the world of Bria, the second spiritual world. But in the next two lower worlds of Yitzhir and Asiya, it's only one-tenth of Malchus, not the entirety of Malchus. Because again, these are much lower worlds. So the intensity of this energy is not appropriate there. Plus, of course, many, many, many more layers. We could we could count the layers ourselves. Another layer of the Holy of Holies. Another layer of Malchus. Another layer of the Holy of Holies. Another layer of Malchus. And all these layers are muffling, so to speak, this energy to make it smaller and smaller as for that world. So what happened in that physical world? Whatever says, let's get to planet Earth. We at one point, had something called a Beis HaMikdash. We had two. We're eagerly anticipating the best of the lot, which is the third. 
that will have all of the advantages of the first and all of the advantages of the second and should come down now from heaven to be a great place for us to all be for the holiday sure. But in the times of the first base of Mishra, the first base of Mishra, the first temple lasted 410 years. In that time, in that temple, there was, of course, a Kaitish Kedashim, a Holy of Holies. As we said, just as on each of the spiritual worlds there's a Holy of Holies, on our physical world there's a Holy of Holies. We actually did it backwards. On our physical world, we know about the Holy of Holies. From here, we can extrapolate backwards to all the spiritual worlds. And just as in, as we learned in all the spiritual worlds, what was contained in the Holy of Holies in the Kaddish Kedashim? Torah. If you walked into that physical space of the Kaddish Kedashim, which you didn't, only the high priest did on Yom Kippur, one day a year, what was in there? Well, the rock from which creation took place, and the Aron, the Ark, within which are the Luchos, the tablets, Torah. So in our world, there's a Kaddish Kedashim during the 410 years of the first temple, in which there are Luchos, physical sapphire tablets of God mirroring in parallel to on each of the spiritual worlds, the Kaidish Kedashim, where is the Taira, as we discussed yesterday, of that world. And in Asilus, it's Kabbalah, and in Bri, it's Talmud, and Yitzir, it's Mishnah, and in Asi, it's Mikra. So in every world is the Taira of that world. And in our world, it's the Luchos. Now, what was the energy of that Kaidish Kedashim? As we said, that in every spiritual world, God's energy is shining in that holy of holies. It's a vehicle of his kachma, which means himself. It's a vehicle of his thoughts, his inner thoughts, his taira. It's him. That's where he's shining. That's, where, that's why Machos Vatilis goes into the holy of holies of the world, because that's the most godly place in the world. Well, so too in our world. So in our world, in the Holy of Holies, that's where the Shechina was. That's where Machos of Atilus was found. The light of Machos of Atilus, which is, of course, revealing the light of the Ainsof, of the infinity of God's essence and being, was shining there in those tablets. The light is shining there more strongly than in the upper spiritual worlds. Because in those tablets, in the Ten Commandments, that's where we have really like the essence of the ultimate wisdom of God himself. That's the spirituality of them. But they're physical. They are, it's something you could touch. It's, it's sapphire. So what, what's this physicality made of? Seriously speaking, we are carving out of physical stone God's will and wisdom. But what's the energy of that physical stone? So the Rebbe said that because this physical stone is the most precious thing, it's really the physical embodiment of a wisdom of God higher than is expressed in all the spiritual worlds. More intently, this is like the crux of it. This is the essence point of it. So therefore, it couldn't be energy that went through all of the order progressions we would understand it. Meaning, 
we would say, okay, Malchus Vatilos, it then descends into the Kaidish Kadashim of Bria, that then descends into the Malchus of Bria, that then descends into the Kaidish Kadashim of Yitzira, that then descends into the Malchus of Yitzira, that then descends into the Kaidish Kadashim of Asiya, that then descends into the Malchus of Asiya. No. Because it would get way, way, way too minimized. It, it just, it just can't be. So what was it? What happened here for this energy is the light of Malchus of Atsilus only engarbed in the garments of the world of Bria. Meaning, as I, as I mentioned above, in Atsilus it's just a sense of God himself. There's no sense of other. That's why in Atsilus we don't really speak of, of creations as creations. They're all evolutions of godly energy. We don't think of souls created in Atsilus. They're evolving that soul descends to Bria, that we can have creation, we can have a sense of otherhood, of separation. So Bria is where we start this something, plus, God plus. And Sira gets to be like very strongly so, like 50% of your reality. And in Asiya, I'm talking about Asiya Rukhnis, it's even more than that. It's even more than 50% of the reality. The sense, not, not a sense of evil, but a sense of identity, self, which means separation from God's being. So, but here we have the most holy manifestation of Hashem's wisdom. In the Aserah Sadibras, this is it. This is the essence point of Torah. So this spiritual energy is the essence point of Torah. Its physical manifestation even can't go that low. And therefore, it's Mahas Ratzilos as she goes through the world of Bria. The Kedashim of Bria, the Malchus of Bria, and then she skips the worlds of Yitzir and Asiya. She circumvents them, and she goes directly into the Kedash Kedashim, directly into the stone of those Ten Commandments of the Asaras Hadibras. Which is why we know that the Kedash Kedashim had a supernatural godly energy that was like within nature but totally beyond nature. And the example of this, how this was expressed, was that it says that in the Holy of the Holies the Ark took up and didn't take up any space. The Ark is where the Torah, where the Ten Commandments, the the tablets are being held. So if you measure the dimension of the wall that the Ark was on, eastern wall, it had a dimension, I don't remember it. Might have been 10, almost, but I, that, that, it could also not be. Then you'd measure a dimension of the arc, which might be two and a half almost, but might not be. And then you'd, and you'd measure it. Measure the wall, 10. Measure the arc. Again, don't believe these numbers. <laughs> My memory's vague on them. Two and a half. But then if you measure both sides of the arc, you found, if pretending my numbers, five and five. So, the arc took up space. I measured it. But the arc isn't taking many space because I measure the wall and I measure both sides of the arc and that's the sum total of the wall. So where's the arc? So how was it taking up space but not taking up space? That like with your physical ruler, you could see it taking up space and you could see it doesn't take up space? Because this was the intensity of its godliness. The godliness that is coming to the physical but completely circumvents the physical at the same time. This was the energy of Hashem, of God's presence, 
in the Holy of Holies on physical planet Earth for the 410 years of the first temple. Any questions? Okay. We should again truly have we should be there. We should get it. God's giving it from a deeper level. We should get it and be receptive to it. There's many talks of the Rebbe where he points out details of what happened then and says how we have to do this now. Like, for example, the Rebbe says in a mimer of 1989 that on the day before Shavuos, which is easier because of Shabbos, you have to do the work of Nasa Vinishma. That's how the Jews received the Torah 3,328 years ago, by their unequivocal belief and statement of, we will do, and, and then we'll understand. Ever since, we've got to do it now, because we're getting the Torah. So we have to spiritually access, get into the space of Nasa Vinishma. Another Mayimar Sal that ever says that we're going to be receiving the Jew the do of Tchiyas and the do of the resurrection of the dead. Because that's what happened by Matan Syrah. It's going to happen again this year. So everything that happened is happening. We should, we should be in the space to receive it and to utilize it and to ultimately appreciate the Torah Hadashim the new Torah, which of course shows is a very appropriate time to receive the new Torah, the Torah of Mashiach.